0: Hey, listen to Commander Quick Out Podcast, episode 289. I'm Brando, I'm here with Ryan. and we're going to talk about some trends that we've been noticing recently. Now, hit our theme song! Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? About like that. I'm going to take that as good what's going down a whole lot is going down we're going to talk about some gaming trends that we've noticed recently in our january very first bonus episode of the year 2022 oh
1: yeah i is, didn't even think of that first one of the year is that what you, it is
0: 2022 right i lost track of time somewhere back in 2019 and i just haven't found it yet mm-hmm. but you know what we're going to get back to it and it's going to be great but before we get into any of that kind of stuff we do have to thank our official business daddy who still doesn't follow business baby on twitter fusiongamingonline.com. online.com They're sourced for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And
1: I know we just had a show yesterday and I told you I got a foiled paint strike. Yeah. I actually got a whole little stack of cards because I'm working on a new deck project, but I can't say for who and I can't say what the cards are because it's a secret. But I used CCO Fusion 5 promo code and saved 5% on all of them. Well, that's fun. Yes. Were you going to buy them anyway? Uh, I wasn't. But the person that I'm
0: getting them for would have had to buy them to send them to me. Is this some kind of super secret birthday present or something? Not for you. No, not for me. (laughs) For the person who you're doing it for? Is Uh, that why it's a big secret? Like, why can't we say what it is? Because they listen to the show. Was it a surprise?
1: Yes. That's the point.
0: Oh. (laughs) So now that the cat's halfway out of the bag, I'm going to stuff it all the way back in. Wait, but there's like 85,000 people that listen to the show. So one of you, oh baby, mm-hmm. yeah. One Surprises of you the are lucky fun.
1: one, yeah, that's it, that's it. Oh.
0: Ooh, lucky one. We were just talking before on 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 the thing, or if you're watching on YouTube, which you fucking should be, because Editor Joe and T Coats do lots of work for us to make us look good, and believe me, that is a lot of work mm-hmm. to make us look good. Mm-hmm. And our subscriber t- count on YouTube going up, and we've decided that once we hit 3,000 subs on YouTube, we're going to do... Is it our our cool... I don't know if it's our coolest giveaway, but our biggest giveaway for sure of all time. And we want to know from you what would be cool as like our 3,000 sub extravaganza giveaway. We're thinking maybe like a box of double feature, a a collector box of something. spell spellbook black. Like what's something that would interest you guys? Let us know down in the comments there and we'll see what we can make happen. Yeah, there's... Well comments great let us know there
1: you can let us know on discord maybe we'll do some kind of poll can we do polls on discord
0: i don't know we, we can, can talk do to polls laura on- she'll help us out yeah we can do polls on twitter maybe we'll do a poll on twitter oh twitter polls are my favorite yeah and we won't even have an option where you can see the results you have to vote if you want to see the results oh yeah yes. we don't we don't fuck around here in the nation okay
1: no. you know what i don't yeah. like about that though is isn't seeing the results Isn't that just voting on the see results choice? And then you're skewing what the results are. Because if you just want to see the results, but everybody just wants to see the results because nobody wants to be the person that like votes for something that
0: is risque or not what the trend is. Well, it's not like anybody can see what you voted for. Vote for what you want and nobody's going to know. I don't know if a poll is the best option
1: because what if we put on the poll something that nobody wants? Or what if your thing isn't on the poll? Then then you have to comment anyways.
0: Good. Yeah, give fucking better Good. comment. Yeah. <laughs> like if we can't, if there's something out there that people want that we haven't thought of, you gotta tell us so that we know. Yes. So, another here's the CCO life lesson oh. of the week. If you want somebody to know that you want something, tell them. Oh yeah, huge life lesson. Because they
1: can't people can't read your mind. Oh man, it took it took me and my wife like 25 years to
0: learn that lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Me and, <laughs> With me and, the wind chill, it feels like 30. Yeah. Me and Kyler are still trying to figure it out sometimes where it's like, I I, I don't know what you want. You have to tell me because I I don't know. Works in rule zero conversations too. Yep. Works yeah. Works in all aspects of life, magic yep. and personal. So yes. You know what I just thought of? Tell me that it's a thing that we haven't had to worry about in a good long time. Totally off topic. Sunburn. Nope. I'm drinking.
1: I'm drinking a green can in front of the green screen.
0: (laughs) Uh oh. Uh oh. Man, I should have asked if we could get a a shirt made that was the same color as the green screen, and then I could wear it, and it would just be like I'd just be a floating head. Yes. Yes. Yeah. they do that anyway. The green that we're getting for the
1: shirts from the Kickstarter is a different color green than than the green that you can't see because Joe has us green screen. (laughs) I hope
0: that we're somewhere cool.
1: I hope we're flying through space or like... At the zoo. Shrunk down and going
0: through somebody's bloodstream like a magic school bus. Two days, two magic school bus references. Both times, I really wish we could actually do the thing that we are referencing. Both shrinking down and going through a bloodstream and shrinking down and going into somebody's anus. Because I think that the anus is a very interesting part of the body. In spite of the fact that maybe it's a little gross it's pretty cool. Like it's got like a really strong muscle in there and like all of the, the inner plumbing and stuff that makes your body like expel waste and how it manufactures energy out of food. I think all that's really interesting mm. and it would be cool to see like, I'm sure it's really gross to see how it actually happens where all of the water absorption happens. Yeah. Like it's, it's how your body works. Yeah. And that's neat because the human body is horrifying when oh, you really yeah. think about it, right? Oh, it's terrible. Remember that time we talked about how spiders work? Yep. Human bodies are just as terrifying. You know what I was just going to say too? Nature? Terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's super scary, yeah. Man. yeah. Yeah. Nature is not at all, like, happy. I'm amazed that we've made it this far. If we didn't have thumbs and brains and, like an instinct to stay in the house man we just would not make
1: you know it, you know what it is here's your cco life lesson from ryan the nuchal ligament is a ligament that holds the back of your head up more vertically and we developed that through like evolution like it was a deformity at one point but because the person with the nuchal ligament could stand up taller to reach up into trees higher and because the nuchal ligament let our spines hold our heads more vertically we could run and that's how we evolved B- bipedal, or sorry, quadrupeds run, predatory quadrupeds run, and when they run, when their gate opens and closes, their spine flexes, and that's part of how they generate force into the ground to run. Oh, but every awesome. time your spine flexes, it compresses your lungs and you breathe out. So you can imagine what a cheetah looks like running. Uh-huh. Every time it's taking a step, its its spine and its body to create force to apply to the ground to run is pressing air in and out of its lungs and not giving the air t- time enough to exchange and that's why cheetahs burn out so quickly well, that's why they can't run fast for a long time exactly oh wow prey animals don't do that so you can imagine a deer ru- or a horse that's trotting. why they go ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. their spine stays straight hmm hey. And because humans, when we started to walk upright, our spines stay straight so we can take multiple strides per breath of air. It allows us to run all day. And that's how originally we started hunting, was running after something until <laughs> it couldn't run anymore. And then we'd kill it. <laughs> and it was because of a ligament behind our head.
0: Wow. That's a CCO life lesson. That's like a science lesson you just I, had yeah. there. That's cool, man. So that's, that's I a that right thing. Now. Um recent trends though yeah we were talking about uh instead of talking about human evolution i read okay. a book the other day and we're gonna hang on the evolution for first we're gonna hang on we're we... gonna go right into yeah. brief history of time by oh, Stephen. oh the... <laughs> not not Stephen hawking is that who yeah. Yeah. yeah but i read a book a little while ago that talked about how uh human evolution has stalled because we don't need to anymore
1: because we don't believe in
0: medicine <laughs> well no, we don't have um The reason we don't have maybe a third arm or a – they used all kinds of crazy examples in the book, of course, like psychic powers and third arms and huge legs, muscles that let us jump 30 feet in the air and all that kind of stuff, is because we don't need it. Yeah, we got it all right on our phones. Yeah, like all of regular little pitiful human species like us, we're we're the ones that are propagating and surviving. Because we're smarter. Yeah, it's not like picking the – the it's yep. everybody lives now, so no none of those yeah, mutations here, have a chance I, to catch hold. I, I
1: got, I got you, I got you. Let's turn that into a joke. We live so long now, and we've got such good medicine to keep us alive that we live so long that we think that we don't need medicine and science anymore. <laughs> we've <laughs> yeah. gotten so good at living through the use of science and learning that we think that we don't need it anymore. Yeah. We fucking next leveled ourselves as <laughs> <Yeah>. a society. <laughs> that's Uh. like that's like being so good at rule zero that you think that you don't need it anymore and then you just like hop in a pot and get
0: destroyed (laughs) (laughs) but either in the game or like verbally afterwards because you just pub stomped them by accident oh no
1: i was thinking the opposite that's like i'm not gonna rule zero i'm gonna bring my cedh killing machine into this casual game and then the three casuals are like oh really (laughs) and they just pile on (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah because that uh, still happens. Oh you yeah. You get piled all the time. Oh yeah. I get piled when I play uh, Bruvac cuz it's got counter spells in it. You get piled when you play Turgrid.
0: Oh yeah. Because it's Turgrid. Because right? it's Turgrid, it does all the Turgrid shit. piled on. Yeah. I also find that Toxril gets piled. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, ooh, this is a good Okay, segue. yeah. let's, let's so, get into it. Let's this get is into a segment it. the segment what we're going to talk the, about. The trends recently. Trends recently in Magic the Gathering, not just in life, mm. where where's kind of where now that we're back to in-person play at least we are we hope you are as well and and if you're not i hope you get back to it soon because you're comfortable with it and wherever you are is safe to do that yep we have gotten back and i've noticed a couple of of trends that are going to sound maybe like you've heard other places but i think are valid to bring up a little bit in how decks are being built what's being counted as a like this is my shittiest deck because mm. we did that a couple of weeks ago where we did uh, you you weren't there. Oh. The, the first week back after Christmas, I forgot. Oh, to, not on the show, like in real life. Yeah, in real life. I, I forgot to put out our, every week I put out a, let's go play Magic at Collector's Lane. Uh, every week I put that out and I forgot to put it out the first week back. Yes. so That's only, why I didn't go. Yeah, so, I didn't. Right? So only like four people showed up and we just played a few games. It was me and Aiden and Alex and, uh, no, no, Alex wasn't there. It was Jay and Jay's friend who plays the uh, fast Girk. Yes. Deck. Very cool deck. And we're all playing or whatever. And we said, oh, next week, let's all bring our just shittiest decks. Yep. i will bring our shittiest decks on. So, okay. What okay. did you bring? I brought... Uh, b- 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 what's her name? Corona. Oh, yeah. Corona the False God. Because it's just... It's everything tribal and nothing tribal. And it's just... It's a... Katal, the land's coming to play Taft. It's just a piece of shit. But it's my worst deck. It's fun, but it's easily my, my worst deck. But... The other two... I'm going to... The younger people. No, it's young. Yeah, them young punks. Yeah. Uh, Jay and... I can never remember his friend's name. I feel really bad about that. So Jay, please get at me. Let me know. They were... He brought, like, Bird Flying Tribal is what Jay had. Oh, yeah. I just played against that deck. And, like, that's his shittiest deck. But did you notice, like, he had all of the really good card drawing there and all the really efficient rocks and all the really... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like a a stout 7 out of 10 deck shell yeah with a like piece of crap tribe thrown on top of it ah two lane crap tribal yes uh-huh. you know i'm you i've noticed a an increase in those decks that i'm getting on twitter decks that i'm seeing in real life just in talking with people what kind of cards they like to play i'm noticing a a a, a trend towards efficiency not that it's bad uh-huh. but i am noticing that Instead of building, like, picking your commander and building a little shell so your commander makes sense and then building whatever kind of crazy deck that you want. Yeah. You, I find people are building, like, a shell. A commander format shell. Yeah. A com- just question, my liege.
1: Sure. You, you're, you're seeing, uh like, a homogeneity yeah. across all decks in that they have all the same mana rocks, all the same card draw or removal for their colors. Yeah. And then there's, like, 20 or 25 cards that are the deck
0: yeah and
1: and you think this is bad this is a bad trend
0: i I don't know if it's bad but i think that it keeps people from really seeing some of the really neat stuff that you Mm. could do you know exploring the format exactly i think that commander gives us the opportunity to play some really kind of wacky off the wall stuff and nothing's nothing you do is wrong there's no wrong way to build a commander deck Mm. and so i think you could take that another step i'm not saying play only things that cost five And uh-huh. s- like don't do, do it. yeah don't 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 build a bad deck yeah, don't build bad decks on purpose but being being different and being
1: outside of the normal template rubric that people build doesn't make it bad yeah. example yeah example here's our first example a deck i talk about all the time that that people know and have played against is my lord of Tressorhorn deck you've <laughs> seen it a plenty yep everything dies tribal Mm-hmm. Or or when it dies, tribal is what I call it. Yeah. It's not the regular Lord of Tressorhorn that you see when you go to like edhrec.com. Right. Zombies. Because Lord of Tresorhorn a zombie. Right. He's the zombie commander and it lets you play the zombie colors, Grixis. Right. I'm comparing notes with people who've sent me lists. And like I said yesterday, Rachel Weeks and I were just looking at each other's lists. Right. And I got some ideas from her. She got some ideas from me. Both of our ideas were different and there was another list that maybe she didn't see. I don't, I don't know if she saw it or not, but it was zombie tribal.
0: Right.
1: And I was like, I could add this zombie and it would be good in the deck, but it doesn't say when it dies. And that's, that's my theme. And because I have a theme, it doesn't mean I'm playing bad cards to fit the theme. I'm still playing good cards and the deck is still constructed in a way that a good deck is constructed in. It's got removal. Mm-hmm. It's got ramp, it's got card draw, the card draw is attached and the the ramp is attached to creatures that when they die, I get card draw or I get removal or I get recursion when they die and I, and they die when I cast my commander. Right. So it's built around my commander around a theme in a way that is still the way that good decks are built. Mm. Is it a good deck? Like, it's fine. It's pretty good. Because it's built the way a good deck is built. Yeah. It's It's, better than you give it credit for. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. But that's because it's a good deck. Yeah. As in, it's built well. Yeah. If it went up against, like, a a, a real deck, like a good deck, (laughs) it's bad. Yeah. It's bad because it doesn't win lots. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the trend that people latch onto is, is my deck is bad, because it doesn't win lots, yeah, right. And like, if if we sat down and you played your best deck or a Cedh deck,
0: hmm.
1: and I sat down with other good decks, Lord of Tresorhorn isn't good because it wouldn't win, yeah. But the deck itself is built
0: well, yeah, and it's it's fun and it's good and it provides fun games for you. And, ah, I mean, fun is a lot of the is a lot of the battle, but I feel like a lot of it, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get hated on for this one. I think that. <laughs> I think that the CEDH influence on the game. Oh, 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 oh I know, I oh, know. I'm going for it. I'm oh no, going. I'm going C-E-D-H-ers in. The CEDHers are going to jump. I know, I know. And it's not that because the CEDH meta, yeah. I would posit, has a card pool that yeah. is much smaller than casual yeah. commander. It's the, like legacy versus just playing kitchen table casual. <laughs> exactly. Right? The card pool is much, much smaller, and I think that some of that has trickled down. As, people, as CDH becomes more popular, more people are getting into it, more people are playing it. I they think they want to play the most powerful version of Commander. Precisely. Yeah. And I think that that, like, what's the word I'm thinking of? That philosophy, that deck building philosophy just kind of has eked down a little bit into yep. com, into casual decks. Where yeah. now the, the Mana Rock selection, let's just say, for, for example, the Mana Rock selection has gotten smaller where some of them just... Aren't good anymore. Like you don't see a lot of gilded lotuses anymore, mm. or whatever. Right? Even
1: like, Dynamos will go going the way of the past.
0: Yeah, like it's just they're not good enough anymore. So you're seeing more of the fucking diamonds and all that kind of stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, the and diamonds you love them,
0: I'm but gonna, they're two mana. They're I'm gonna, only two mana. Do you know what? I'm gonna, do you know why I don't like the
1: diamonds? Why? They, I, why I call them bad cards? Because the ETB tapped? Because no. they're two mana and you don't like two mana. No.
0: Why? No. Because they're boring. Oh, they're boring cards. They don't do anything else. They, why does? Why do particular people either love? In Dana Roach's case, or hate everybody else, Manolith.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Right.
0: Because it's boring. You could pick a better card at three mana that taps for any color that does something interesting. Yes. And the reason I don't like cards like Harmonize and is because mm. they just they feel boring. I mean, yes, they're efficient. Mm-hmm. They're fine cards to include in your deck. You don't hurt your deck by having them in there.
1: Manolith doesn't hurt your deck. It makes your deck better. Yeah.
0: But there's there's it, it's boring, and some people would say
1: that means it's not as good. Yeah, Not as good is it doesn't do as much. Yeah. If, if coaches, there's three mana taps or anything, also something else yeah. makes it better. I'm I'm air quoting lots because yep. I want to demonstrate that it's just a philosophy. It's just
0: like a fake thing that we labeled it as. Yeah. It's my deck building philosophy that I think that replicating ring is better than Manalith. Yes. And they do the exact same thing 98% of the time. But that one time the replicating ring makes you eight more replicating rings it's the most amazing card on the earth
1: we're being a little bit trivial and hyperbolic because because yes. one could jump into the comments and say oh you guys are idiots and you're just ragging on cedh yeah. because dark steel ingot is objectively in every way strictly better than manolith yeah
0: because it's indestructible and we know that yeah. we understand that and skyclave relic is better in every way than dark steel that's yeah Ooh, does, good, yeah good to, yeah. yeah yeah right like it of course it, i'm just saying like the the before the, I lose my train of thought, okay. Before okay.
1: I lose my train of thought okay. on the CEDH thing, it is not a bad thing that no. the, the the CEDH philosophy has has tr- even saying trickled in. Even saying trickled in makes it sound like it's seeping in, like it's infecting us, yeah, like, like it's, it's ooze, right? It's super insidious. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. It, it's it's influencing. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Like the there's a good word. It's yeah. like the moon influences the water on Earth because of fucking gravity. Yeah. Right? That's what causes the tides.
0: Yeah. And the moon is cool and people like to look at it and they want to think about it. Man, it's the moon it's is cool. I'll give you another example. It, it's just influence.
1: <clears throat> you watch Formula One. You watch race cars. Sure. Any kind of race cars where Honda has a team and Ferrari has a team and, and Chevrolet has a team. everybody got a team. And they use developments in race cars, like braking, cooling ducts and keeping your brakes cool and recharging your electric batteries with energy from your brakes because electric motors are lighter than Conventional conventional motors. All of that stuff came from racing. And I'm not saying CEDH is fast like race cars. That's not what I'm saying. Race cars are cutting edge, the best versions and the most competitive versions Of motor vehicles. Right. Like most competitive and most cutting edge versions of decks are usually CEDH decks. Race cars influence mass produced cars. Yes. In how they have electric motors now and recharge from the brakes and different batteries and blah, blah, blah. All that came from the racing industry. Yeah. Just like it's happening now, CEDH is influencing conventional everyday magic decks, commander decks, Hmm because of the efficiencies and because of the technologies that people are developing and that isn't a bad thing oh. it's just a thing that is happening and if you and i got in our old shitty whatever they are old beater trucks we both yeah. have one yeah. old muscle cars compact cars and we wanted to do a compact car meetup or an old beat up truck farm truck truck show meetup we would just say Hey, uh, I know that you have a race car, but bring your old truck because we're going to be driving through like a field. Yeah. It's it's like, that's what CEDH is. Bring your old truck. We're driving through a field. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of a stupid example, but. But it makes perfect sense. But the automotive industry continues to always be the best parallel to the magic industry because the technology exists and it's trickling into everyday life. Yeah. Just like technology does. And it's 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 just
0: life. Well, it's inevitable and it's just the way that things go. And it's neither good nor bad, but I am noticing that trend where I've noticed that some of the... I don't want to say the card pool that people build from is shrinking because it certainly isn't. There's still ladies in boats and there's still bald guys with hats and... Crab tribal. Crab tribal, frog tribal. When it dies tribal. (laughs) Yep. See, there's so many just outrageous decks, but I'm noticing that there's not a... I don't want to say homogeneity because it hasn't gone to that level yet, but I am noticing a trend where... A lot of decks are running those, like, I mean, these colors. So I play XYZ, mm. ABC to get me to playing these things. And, I've noticed yeah. that, and the card pool for ABC, XYZ is getting smaller and smaller. And I think it's pushing up Oh, yeah.
1: A- B- ABC is all your mana rocks. And now three and four drop mana rocks aren't played as often because, because one, two, three is yeah. how I... Make my deck good exactly with Harmonizes and such. Yeah. is is getting more efficient or or cheaper to cast. So you need faster mana rocks in front of them. Yeah. And then how I actually win is Crab Tribal. It's yeah. like, oh, this is my Crab Tribal. But uh, turn one mana crypt. Yeah, turn one mana crypt. Turn two uh, Harmonize. Turn three, um, fucking Crab. Yeah, and it's like, wait a second.
0: Yeah, and then like, wait a minute. And <laughs> then turn four, it's like, Craterhoof Behemoth. Yeah, because you need a way for your crabs to win, right? And I think crabber hoof. <laughs> oh, no, don't Google that. Crab, that would be an int- That'd be kind of a neat. Uh, sounds altar, like an. That sounds like an uncard. If it was crater hoof, except it was a big crab stomping over the forest, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, like, one of those ones with the little claw and the fucking big claw.
1: Yeah, the big claw.
0: Those yeah. big claw what guys. Are, huh? What are those called? King crabs. Uh, king, crabs. King, king crabs are just huge. Fiddler crabs? fiddler
1: crabs? I think, I think fiddler, fiddler crabs because they got one big hand. Yeah, they got fiddling.
0: They got one great big one that looks like a fiddle and they go. Is,
1: is that what it is? I no, thought I thought no. that
0: they I thought they held
1: a fiddle with that.
0: Maybe they held the fiddle with like the big hand. I don't and they know. This seems
1: hand. like something that that maybe Joe would know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> it'll
0: be on the screen either behind in front or around us. Or yes. chasing us.
1: <gasps> I, I don't know if it would be or not it but. could be
0: you, you never know cephalids they're terrifying because they're little crab people right uh cephalids
1: no those are those are squid people
0: oh, they're squid people
1: crap homerids. homerids 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 yeah oh man i gotta put homerids in my crab deck don't i of course you do there's actually um there's actually a good card from uh from fallen empires it's um hom- homerid no uh it's something with an egg on it a deep spawn homerid egg deep spawn egg Homer- Deep spawn eggs
0: is a card I is think? that a card i think it is I, I wish garden. that they
1: would just errata those bastards to
0: crabs, just be crabs. Because there's just like or, not very many crabs. Or crustacean, like like of crabs to be crustaceans and homerids to be crustaceans and anything. Yeah, like, like a, a sea mother creature time. with a shell.
1: Could it be? Could it be like a? No, it's got to be. I don't know. They, homerids
0: got to be crabs. It's like how oh, anything that are hairy and have paws are all beasts,
1: mm. right?
0: Like everything's a fucking beast.
1: Yeah, but not everything's a crab. That's like saying my truck is made out of metal because it has metal parts. It's also, my truck is also made out of plastic, if that's true, because it has plastic parts. Not everything's a crab. If Not everything's a beast just because
0: it's hairy. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> tell, like, to, tell it to magic. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess I have to write them a letter. Because <laughs> 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 they totally responded to my last email.
0: Wait, what was it about? Was it about promo cards? We haven't got one of those in a while because I think...
1: Because they're spreading the love around. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, must be mm-hmm. it.
0: Oh, I talked to him yesterday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spread some love, actually, again oh. for my boys over at Tank of Gaming. And they got a Christmas card, like with the, like the Christmas card. Oh yeah, with the Christmas card. Yeah, super cool. I was yeah. very proud of them. Yeah, well, we're and jealous as fuck because I want one too. Yeah. Anyway, did, did, did you get one? And you just didn't tell me. No, I didn't get one. Okay, good. No, no fucking good. Totally wouldn't have told you though. <laughs> I know you wouldn't have. You. <laughs> yeah, I would have.
1: I would have. We put it on the wall. We got preview card on the wall. Oh
0: yeah, both of them, man. That Rebe- well, no, 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 that Rebecca wasn't a preview card, but it's the same name as my wife. So man, it- look how curled that thing is. Yes, it's like ten feet away, and I can see the bow in it.
1: Yes, wow. We, we like to enjoy our magic in Studio CCO in 3D. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in 3D, I mean the center of the card is closer, and the the the, back, the edges of the card are farther are, away. Noticeably farther <laughs> away, yes. Okay, well, listen, trends. We're talking about trends still. We're talking about efficiency, race, even though your deck is still, like, jank, but it's surrounded by, like, the shell. Yeah. Uh, We can't really solve this, right? It's not like talking about it is going to... Talking about it raises awareness that it's happening, but, like, do we... Do we want to incite any action? Is this actionable? Is, this, is there anything that we want
0: to say to CCO Nation? Like, do this, don't do this? Well, is there anything like that? Well, do it and don't do it in deck building is hard to say to somebody because we always say there's no wrong way yeah. to build a deck, but I would encourage people when you sit down to build your deck, when you're filling in your card draw and your mana ramp slots, like look at the cards and think, am I playing this because it's going to get me to turn seven on turn five? Or am I playing this because it does something neat, mm. you know? And if maybe maybe, maybe you can think, find something that speaks to you a little bit more, where it's like Man, those things aren't mutually exclusive yeah. though. Turn oh, seven not. on turn five
1: and doing something neat is possible. Oh, absolutely, right? it is. like but there, there are... there's a Venn diagram overlap. Oh, definitely, there,
0: right? but there are some cards that that don't. The diamonds are one of them. Where this this that mm. card is strictly in there to accelerate your deck, and that's all it does. So maybe you can find something that I think we can we can summarize like... two drop mana rocks because none of them do really anything. Yeah.
1: Other than give you mana, except for Mind Stone, that doesn't actually do that unless you get rid of it.
0: Yeah. Unless you sacrifice it. Yeah. Right? But I mean, maybe there's something else that just does something cool that maybe your de- it gives your deck a new interaction or mm. just something that interacts with like one or two cards that you're already playing. And maybe that's something you could do. I'm not saying you have to, but it's something you could keep in mind while you're building. And maybe if you're, well, I'd better put Harmonize in my deck so you need to draw cards. Maybe there's something else that you could put in in your colors that just says draw cards on it. Maybe you could recur a. But it's that elf that draws your card when it comes into play.
1: Uh, oh man, I play that card too.
0: They know the one. It's Eat on the beast s- draws card. Exactly. If you're on YouTube, which you Wall should be, Wall of Omens. That's what there, it is. There. <laughs> Wall of Omens <laughs> or Wall of Is there a bl- Wall, Wall of Wall of Blossoms? Wall of Blossoms. Yeah. Like, Wall of Blossoms. Wall of Blossoms. Yeah. Okay. And the, maybe you could do that instead. Maybe you have a more enchantments in your deck than you know of. So you play Eidolon of Blossoms or whatever, right? Like maybe there are other ways to to diversify what you're playing, so you're not always well, I got, I'm got. i building two new decks this set. I got to... Get all my... Here's uh, all my mana rocks. Yeah, I got to... Throw
1: all these ones out. Here's all the two-drop ones. Yeah. Here's my 86 card draw spells. Well, I'm going to get these 10 because I need 10, yeah. and they have to draw me two cards each or whatever it is, or be repeatable. And yeah. I need 10 because over the last five or six years, every content creator on the earth has said, you need 10 card draw spells, and that's... It's
0: wrong because you don't need anything. What you what you need is to have a deck that you like. Hey, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it does. And don't build it for win. I, 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 I think. I think.
1: I think you lose. I, it gets lost in translation though. When when you say you need a deck that you like. Yeah. What if you would never built a deck before? And most likely, anybody who's watching or listening to this has built decks before. Yeah. Right. But I'm thinking like like New Jesse at edhnm that's friends with jen and stuff yeah he's bought 2 precons and he's like bought a bunch of booster packs and he's like yeah. slotted cards in yeah from booster packs hell into yeah. pre-cons yeah never built a deck from scratch before so does he have a deck that he likes yes hell yeah he associates is the deck good with how much it wins mm. and he probably wins a fine amount of time but if to him, or if you're coming over from a, a regular format to Commander, you might think, oh, I'm not winning very much. My deck must not be good. And, and, then, and then I like my deck, but it's not good. And then you lose it in translation. And if you're new, you don't know how to make your deck good. So yeah. you just go online and you read or watch content or go to edhrec.com and it's all just this homogenous soup. Yeah. It's like... It gets. What I'm saying is, it gets lost in translation when you say you have to have a deck you like, I suppose, because people yeah. people and some just people, assume that they're like, they, no, sorry, they don't assume. You can't assume that anybody assumes. Yes, but when you say you have a deck that you like, people are like, well, it doesn't win, so I don't like it. I take it apart; it never wins, and I think that's the wrong mindset. Yeah, I guess is is what I'm saying is is don't let winning influence whether you like a deck or not yeah you have to have communication skills and real zero skills to let people know the experience that
0: you want to have with that deck and if you're having fun then i guess i've said this a whole bunch of times if you're having fun you've already won Ooh, like winning at the end of the gate is cool but it's not like we're not playing for money or prizes or points or any of that stuff and if you are then this conversation doesn't apply yeah. But if you're just playing casually wherever with your buddies at the kitchen table or with your friends at EDH&M or wherever it is you're playing, just And if winning is what you want to do, that's fine too. But I mean don't not do something because like, oh you I don't know, know if this is gonna make me win.
1: You know what? Like if and and I'm gonna get jumped on now. Now it's my turn to get jumped on. Ooh. Maybe you do play to win and you're you're playing competitively. If you're playing to win and you're playing competitively or, or, or CEDH, I don't know, what does it mean to play competitively? Does it mean you're playing for money? Like, do people play CEDH for money? Do you play Commander competitively for money when I, you play
0: CEDH? I honestly don't know, and that's a question to our CEDH brethren out there. I think if you play for money, like, then that makes it gambling. Or, or, well, or you, for prizing you're, of some kind. You're towing the
1: line. Well, what's fucking, what's prizes? Well, well, it's money. We, you know what I mean. There's it's... no tournaments. There's no tournaments that's, like, there's no CEDH tournaments going on right now, like really there's no circuit for it there's no pro tour for it right well and the pro tour pro tour because it's a game of chance or because it's a game of skill not a game of chance it's not gambling but they have to give you stuff in certain countries to make it not gambling if you don't it's a whole thing yeah like what is gambling what is not gambling that's not what this conversation is but if you're playing competitively and and cedh is the game that you play then that's what's fun to you that's why you play it because it's fun because because the thrill of trying to win is fun, and you're probably not playing for money. Yeah, nothing's at stake. Maybe your pride. Maybe you get a deck featured, like on the deck builder or the CEDH deck database. Sure. Because you won an event. Because there are like online events, yeah. and people do play CEDH, but of nothing's course. at stake. So the the challenge of trying to win a competitive, tuned, optimized, powerful game is is what you find fun. So I guess you're still having fun even if you're playing at the highest level yeah
0: and you can have fun at the high it doesn't matter what level you're playing at that you're having fun i'm just i think what i'm who i'm speaking to was just kind of the i'm gonna build a what got me thinking about this is it was this is a bad deck and it's just no it's no it's not it's it a goes bunch back of, to my lord of tresserhorn example exactly it's not a bad deck it's a very well-built deck and it's well-built because it has this mono blue shell that's here and this deck just like our deck from yesterday, it could be any deck. It, it's every is it spell slinger deck mm. with a difference, a little bit different here, a little bit different here. But in here, in the middle, is the same. And you could take your mono flying bird tribal deck and just turn it into crabs with just by taking the birds out, putting crabs. Oh yeah. You, or you want it to be murfolk? Now it's murfolk. You don't have to change anything. You change like it sounds like you do think this is bad. Well, personally i don't like it but i don't want to talk like anybody else shouldn't do it because i mean i'm not here to tell you how to build decks i'm just saying i'm noticing a trend where and maybe people don't even notice it you know like i've noticed do you think do you think do you think you're anecdotally noticing it like do
1: you think that it's happening more than you think it's happening or, or maybe it's... It may not, be, not trying to next level you, well, but do it, you think hey, that you just thought you noticed a thing and now you're stuck on it? It might even be happening
0: less than I think it's happening. Ooh. But it's with people that I'm talking to and decks that I've seen since I've gotten back to in-person play, I'm noticing more efficiency shells is what I've been calling them. Oh. That are just... Here's the shell for this deck, and then I've put what I call a crappy deck on top. I want this deck to be better, so I'll take this shell, and I'll just put some different cards around it. It's like you're
1: taking the frame of, like, a Ferrari and putting an old Model
0: T on top. Exactly. (laughs) And it's it's just kind of the way things... And I don't really like it, because I really enjoy the... I I enjoy the deck-building process, and I like to have more actual cards in a deck than cards that just give me more cards. But again, just me. Just me... You know what? I think, I think we mentioned this
1: yesterday and said we might talk about it. The the deck building process, that threshold that you have to pass in terms of this thing interests me, Yeah. whether it be a card or a creature type or an ability or a commander, there's got to, for people who've played for a long time and people who think about talk about the game as much as we do Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there is a very high threshold to make us build something right Mm -hmm. like i talk about crab tribal all the time doesn't have a crab tribal deck. don't have it i don't have and it's it's almost become a meme at this point that i don't have one because i know that the best commander for that deck is chulane and we've even done chulane crab tribal on the show like it would be easy for me to do this hell yeah we've we've already done it (laughs) yeah it's already there but I don't want to do Chulane. Everything about that deck has got me past the threshold except for the commander. And it's it's twofold. A, I don't want to build Chulane. B, I don't want the deck to be demonstrably worse because it doesn't have Chulane, And it just be a deck that isn't any good because the power level is just so low that even yeah. I don't want to play it. <laughs> and that's saying something, right? Yeah. I think... That that shell, that efficiency shell, as you call it, of all the best mana rocks that we have to play now because we have to be faster than the most powerful thing at the table right. to be able to interact with it. I think you you don't like it because it takes away the creativity. It takes away the expression. It takes away all of those three drop mana rocks, for example, that have abilities stapled to them now that are interesting and cool and thematic in some cases. It takes all that away and you're left with well, Mindstone, Thought Vessel, Commander, I uh, no, um, Signets.
0: Yeah. Um. Brawl Ring.
1: Brawl Ring. Yeah. Arcane Signet. Yeah. You're left with those and you have no creativity or no juice left to squeeze into your, your Commander soup that you made. Yeah.
0: And, and. Because your y- base is all the same. It's n- kind of. Y- it's like chicken stock. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I understand. And for that reason it's bad. Yeah. I don't want to have to put all those things in my deck when I get to the threshold of building a deck. Like and I know you built tons of decks last year. Yeah. And lots of people did. Lots of people only built decks last year and yeah. and didn't actually play. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was the opposite. I played a little bit, but I built like no decks or one deck. Yeah. I'm maybe I'm being hyperbolic. Maybe I built two decks. Whatever. The, point, still, is, like, I the don't... point is the point is in a whole year. You yeah, built look, two decks.
0: Who, who were they?
1: Averna the Chaos Bloom, Super Friends Cascade.
0: Okay. That was the year before, wasn't it? Because that was, didn't that come with Commander Legends? So that yeah. was Hi- Modern mm. Horizons 2. Madi Hoho. No, no, it was Commander Legends. Oh, so but that was I, the but year I, before last then? W- yeah, but I built it in 2020. Oh, okay. I
1: built it during the pandemic. Okay. And um not the only one. Uh, and Bruvac. But Bruvac was, Bruvac was, was already
0: a, a persistent partitioner's deck before yeah, you took, it was that. you turned Pramicon into Bruvac.
1: Yeah, and like all of the homogeneity, all that efficiency that we have to include in our deck discourages me or disincentivizes me or makes me feel bad that I, that I have to include that or else I'll just always lose when I actually cross that threshold to build a deck. Now, I... I don't think that that's true, but I can see how people would think that's true based on what they've heard and read and experienced yeah, well, yeah. In, in store. Yeah. Right. Oh man. He just made so much mana so fast because he went like mana crypt into soul ring into thought vessel. And then on turn two, he played like a seven drop and then it was all over. Cause I couldn't do anything. I couldn't kill it because he had like a fierce guardianship too, because he had his commander out because yeah. he had all the mana. How am I supposed to beat it? And if you, if you don't have a lot of experience in the game, you don't know how to politic, you don't know how to rule zero very strongly or effectively, yeah. you might just think that it's game over. I need to have all
0: those cards. Yeah. Or you think, oh man, variance. You never think variance. I definitely variance a game at EDH on 30. You var- you're using variance I as used, a verb? I used variance because that's how I won that game. Yes. Because yeah. I got, I had an opening hand that was just fine. It had three land and a three drop mana rock in it and some stuff. And then I drew a soul ring and I drew another rock and I went into turn four talks Rill And that was it. The game was over at that point. because Nobody can land any low drop creatures. Yeah, Cause now none of your, and I, I laid, played talks Rill, killed this, killed this guy's commander. All this guy's mana rocks had four more creatures all of a sudden. And I had overwhelming creature card and board advantage at that point. And the guy who had the removal in his hand couldn't draw the third land to kill it. Oh,
1: dang. There's the alternate
0: variant, right? right? Like, right. so, and I think that some people see that and think, no. Toxtril's toxic. He's way too good, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's so good because he came out on turn four and, and that guy couldn't, oh. you know, like, you know how many things had to happen for that to
1: happen? Next level too. Is Toxtril so good because Black has access to big mana and rituals from a long time ago and all the tutors? Toxtril's so good. And then Brando says, "Well, I'm not building with that efficiency shell that includes eight tutors mm. and all the rituals and bubbling muck and cabal coffers and everything. Yeah. I'm not building like that because I want my talk deck to be unique and interesting and different every game. Yeah. And you can say that in a real zero conversation. You can yep. say it's not like stacks real stacks talk Yeah. Did I just make that up? Just yes, made you it did. up. Yep. Well, it's it's already a deck, but Patton I don't know if it was
0: pending. called that."
1: But it doesn't need to be that, right? No. To be to be creative and interesting, you actually actively
0: don't want it to be that. Yeah, like it can it can still do all the talks real stuff. It just does it a little bit differently. Now let me ask and, you this. But I don't think anybody's ever going to look at my deck and say, "Oh man, man, that no, uh, that deck mm-hmm. it's too strong." And some games, yeah, I've it looks like that it's happens very where I just wipe out everybody. And it's like, oh my god, that's so strong. The the week before that, I fought. I just like it took two guys focusing particularly on me to kill me. But because I was getting I was getting some good draws, I was having, you know, and I think that a lot of people look at that variance and think that um, when somebody does very well, instead of saying, well, they have a deck that's built very casually and it had really good draws, they think, oh, man, like that, I got to make my deck faster and better because that that is going to happen every yeah. time. And it's not. Talk is the super high end of
1: power and how do you beat the super high end of power? flying faster than it yeah I have to beat you before you do your powerful thing so I gotta go faster yeah not always the case and you can solve that just by communicating yep I, I have a variant story oh cool I love variant stories. and it it comes on the back of something that I think is so damn cool okay, U- okay. Ubris ubris the the mill you gets big equal to amount of cards you have in exile uh-huh. horror and nightmare tribal oh yeah so Jen's got it she got the deck Oh man, I think that card is so cool. If I didn't have Brewback, I'd build it. And it'd be like an exile mill deck. Okay. So she's playing that. Okay. And Jay, this said EDH and the other day. Remember I came over and I had that awesome win? Yeah. This is the story. Okay. So Jen starts the game with Leyline of the Void and play. Oh damn. And we're like Ubris exile and she's gonna mill us, exile, Uberus every time he hit the battlefield, she cast him two or three times. 50 50 every time. <laughs> every time. Because she had a bunch of mill cards that milled directly to exile because of ley line. Right. So I'm like scheming with her a little bit because Jay, playing mono black, big mana, make demons equal to life gain. Right. And he's just got like eight eights and 12 12s and he's trying to swing and swing and swing and, and we just keep like chump blocking so we don't die. Right. And, and uh, I'm playing Calamax, dinosaurs and trains against like. Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Cadillacs and Dinosaurs yeah. against like Big Big Daddy Black. Oh, shit. And like Demir Control Exile everything. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> this is going to end badly for me. I had like one, I had two cat tokens off of a, a Seekers Chariot. Sure. And they got wiped the next turn. <laughs> and that was it. Played Calamax once, wiped. That was it. <laughs> like all game. And I'm just like trying to bounce things that are attacking me and just threatening like don't attack me i'll kill it etc okay liam the other player gets killed jay kills him he's like i just want to die i want this game to be over (laughs) he's bored and it was like and he's like 14 and 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 the game went on for over an hour so he's like and jay's like okay i'll kill you and then jen is like okay i'm gonna try and kill you jay kills all her stuff kills her (laughs) and then it's just me and jay left and he's got like Three eight eights, twelve twelve. They all fly. Life linking commander, and he's at like thirty six life. Oh my god! And I'm at seventeen. And he goes, um, um, one turn he goes, um, Cage Sun. Okay. All his mana taps for two. Oh yeah, yeah. Cabal and, and coffers. All his dudes
0: get bigger too. All his yeah. dudes
1: get bigger, and he goes Cabal coffers. And I'm just like trying to live, right? He kills Jen on his turn or whatever. I'm just doing something to try and live got nothing but i got a twin cast and i got an increasing confusion in my graveyard or sorry increasing vengeance in my graveyard okay and i got a narset's reversal oh baby so this is what i do okay his turn Uh he goes all in oh shit (laughs) he goes 27 point drain life and i'm like oh no because he's gonna gain 27 i'm gonna lose 27 and die and i go okay response (laughs) flash back my increasing vengeance for five copy your drain life for 27 twice targeting you narset's reversal your drain life back to your hand copying it again targeting you <laughs> <laughs> and man he's like oh my god i can't even be mad <laughs> i was like how much life he Does that get you he's like uh well 27 times three and I'm at like 36. Yeah, that'll, yep. Yeah, it gets me. Yeah, that'll oh, get it, yep. Man. It was so awesome. And it was exactly the amount of mana I had. I had four mountains, a forest, two islands. Nice. So I go five for the increasing vengeance, copy your thing twice, and that would have killed you. But just in case you countered it with a black counterspell. They exist. Dash hopes. Dash hopes. But he was already all in, so he didn't oh, even yeah. have mana. And then I go, Narset's reversal. Bounce it in addition to... <laughs> Oh man, it was so awesome. It was so good. So that was my variant story. And, it, and does it, it, that
0: make your deck so good that Jay has to run out and buy Mana Crypt, Mana Vault, Sol Ring?
1: No. No. No, it was just, it. it I, the increasing vengeance got milled oh. and I knew that I wanted to keep the, 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 the copy spells in my hand because he had like three non-basics and I had a price of progress. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, if I can price of progress like three or four times... That might get him if he randomly goes down, like, to to 20 or 15, right? Sure. Like, I might be able to get him in response to him gaining life. Get you, right? Yeah. Maybe. That was the plan. And it turned out that he burnt himself. He got himself. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I just top decked it, too. Because <laughs> I didn't want to risk, like, you bouncing it with a rift or something. I'm like, fuck, you think this deck plays rift, man? <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, but the deck is constructed well. Yeah. Even though it's not very powerful, it's Mm. constructed well, and I had something to to save me.
0: So that's my story. And you know where those stories are both fun, and they come from from variants. And you get variants by not having homogeneity in your decks. Oh, brought it all the way around. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a good final thought of the day. I think it might be. So I hope that you all... Agree- and if you don't agree with us, let us know down below in the comments. And let us also know what you'd like to win for our big 3,000-sub giveaway. Uh, and and if you have anything that you're going to buy anyway and you want to save some money on it, because of course you do, FusionGamingOnline.com, source for all your gaming needs. Special promo code CCOFUSION5 at checkout to save yourself 5% off and let them know that them partnering with us was the best idea they've ever had and helped to convince them that they should follow us on Twitter.
1: Well, follow you.
0: Yeah, me. Just me. <laughs> um, aren't you supposed to do, like, hit our theme song or something? Well, no, I did the final thought of the day, and then you have to say something now. Oh, uh, And then I'll be like, yeah, we'll be back in oh, the next episode. Oh,
1: I, I got this, I got okay, this. Okay. If you want more CCO content, you tune in this Friday, because we've got a brand new Top 5 and 5 coming up.
0: Oh, sick. And that's going to keep you over until the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!